Okay, welcome to An Honest Conversation. Hello, Gailey. Hello, Georgia. Welcome. Um, First and foremost, before we get started, I just want to say a trigger warning. We will be talking about things including anxiety, depression, breakdowns, lots of interesting things. Um, So if you are not in the headspace to listen to that right now, that's all good. Just swipe off and listen to something different. Okay. Kaylee, how are you? I'm okay. I'm quite stressed at the moment. I'm not going to lie, but I'm good. Oh, God, here we are. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming and thank you for listening to whoever's listening right now. Kaylee and I met through uni. We met through a, like, what was it? It's like before before COVID. Um, We both started in 2020, same age. And we went to a, what do we call it? like an introductory party to like meet people at uni. Me and Maggie went, my best friend Maggie from school. Um, and literally we were just with Maggie and her boyfriend sitting at this bar because Maggie's boyfriend also went to Melbourne. And Kaylee and her friend Isabel came up to us and was like, can we sit with you? And we're like, of course. And then that's how the story started. Um, but Kaylee, tell me, first and foremost, I wanted to ask, why did you choose Melbourne? I chose Melbourne because I got offered a very nice sum of money to attend. I didn't know that. What? I got offered $8,000. From from Melbourne? Mm-hmm. As a one-off payment in addition to graduate um, guarantee to any postgraduate degree. So that is why. So I you're guaranteed to graduate? I'm guaranteed to do any postgraduate, so I'm guaranteed for medicine, law, speech path, physio. So you're guaranteed your JD? Yeah. Girl, get the fuck out of here right now. (laughs) Get the fuck out. Okay. Cancel the episode. Uh, I'm joking. Um, If anyone who doesn't know, the JD is the Juris Doctorate at Melbourne, and it's basically at Melbourne, it's a very old, older system, like similar to America, where they make you do basically a bachelor's before you can do something like law or medicine. Like, say, if you go to Monash or RMIT, you can't just, you can just go straight to a bachelor's of law, but you can't do that here. So the JD here is very competitive, which is why I was like, Kaylee, what the fuck? Because I'm trying to get into the JD as well. Um, but that's hilarious. So, um, yeah, so you chose Melbourne because obviously of that, but... Just talk about where you're from and how you ended up coming here because I know you're from a different state. Yes. So I, I think I also I think I also chose it just because it is Melbourne Uni and that'll feed into everything. Um, so I grew up in Melbourne up until I was 13. Um, and then in year eight, I moved to Darwin and I lived in Darwin for four years because my stepdad's in the oil and gas and he got a job there. And then I went to boarding school in Adelaide for year 12 while my family moved to Perth. <laughs> Keep up. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then I moved back to... Why are you all going around Australia? <laughs> and then I moved back to uni, um, to Melbourne, yep. Melbourne Uni. Um, and I think, well, it's really, it's just because it's the best in Australia. So that's why... Technically, I yeah. Technically. Technically, that's what it's rated, but... Um, Questionable. Yeah. Rating sources. Depends on... Um, but basically, your school before that, did you go to a primary school that was like high education or like a high school that was higher education? Because I asked because I want to know where these tendencies maybe came from. Yeah. 
So interesting. I went to Ivanhoe's primary, like went to a normal primary school. And then I went to Ivanhoe Grammar in year seven and halfway through year eight before I moved to Darwin, mm. which isn't a really like, I mean, it's a great school, but it's not academically like yeah, competitive. Crazy. It's yeah. not crazy. Um, and then moving to Darwin was a huge culture shock. Yeah, I could imagine. like no one cares about academics there. And even I didn't. So I never cared about my grades. I never cared about any of it until year 10. So like even when I was at Ivano Grandma, I used to go to mum at like midnight the day before I had a poster due and I was like, oh, I forgot. Can you do it for me? <laughs> and she used to kill me. That, t- that typical that typical yeah. night before shenanigans that your mum hates you for. Yeah, and I would be like, mum, make <laughs> me a poster on the hibiscus flower. It's due tomorrow in the morning. And she'd be like, are you kidding me, Kelly? Um, and then I moved to Darwin. Um, and the hibiscus flower. Yeah, it was. It was on the hibiscus flower, year seven science. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was always, I was always just really good at English. Yeah. And just never had to try. Mm. Um, like when I was in primary school, they used to have to take me down in year two to the year six classrooms to read their books. Oh, wow. Because I just, they didn't have, you know when you do readers? Yeah, yeah. And you have to take readers home and stuff. I used to have to take year six ones home. I was getting down to level. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here right now. Um, but I was so bad at maths. It was the most embarrassing. Yeah, me too. I, I literally couldn't, like, count. <laughs> uh, I literally didn't know my times tables to yeah, year same, six. Same. And my, oh, my, I still yeah, don't. They're I gone. St- I still don't. I'll, I'll admit it. They're still um, gone. Yeah. And then I went, yeah. And then Two we, times eight? Fourteen. No, it's not. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that. That's a bit sad. Um... <laughs> Yes, and then um, when I moved to Darwin in year eight, um, there was a few kids there that, like, were really into their academics, but I went to a public school up yeah. until year 11. Wait, so in Darwin? In Darwin. Yeah. It was, a, it was a college, so it was the only, like, semi-private, but it was, like, it wasn't, like, a private school where you're paying $32,000, like, it was, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and... All of my teachers were, like, Irish, like, imports from, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, Mm. no one really cared. It was, um, no one had big ambitions in Darwin. No one had big dreams, big, like, people would move, after they finished year 12 in Darwin, they would move to, like, Brisbane and do, like, you know, whatever their heart desires. But Yeah. um, It's a different, like environment hit maybe Melbourne massively and I lived so carefree like I lived on the beach it's like every day before school and after school I was swimming in the ocean um yeah and then when I started to care in year 10 because I was like oh my god I need to like start trying harder Mm. so then in year 10 I started to just do my study in my spares at school yeah um and then in year 11 is where it like turned up a notch yeah um and that's when I did year 12 subject in year 11 I did psychology yeah um and I was just obsessed in getting an A plus in it well we'll go into why I don't want to get into it straight away but I think that's an interesting concept because coming from I know that a lot of tendencies for people to overachieve is coming from a a school that pushes that like for me at at Halebury, it was very academic based, which was great, which is what pushed me to get those scores. But it also did 
push everyone else. And there was like, the, it was so weird. Like, you know, in a, cause I went to a, a public semi-private, it was a Catholic school. Um, and it was kind of the opposite there. Like, again, no one really cared about the grades and stuff like that. So it was kind of like not, not cool or anything like that. I don't know how to phrase it correctly. Not that maybe it just wasn't people's concerns because I was yeah. it was you know I'm whatever. But when I got to Haleybury, it was the opposite. It's like mm-hmm. if you're dumb, you're dumb. Yeah. Like get the fuck out. Yeah. Or like you get insulted for being dumb. Yes. Like you're almost like the outsider. Like there was obviously kids that struggled academically, but it was almost like the smarter the better. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yes. and it's just interesting how to see that. Maybe you weren't in a school environment that was like that, but you still had those tendencies to be like, I need to achieve, I need to achieve. Yeah. Because I know mine was definitely based on comparison and also self-comparison as well. Like I generally was motivated, mm. um, but I can see the difference to now to when I was in high school where mm. I was way obsessed compared to now in uni where I kind of got my own pace. Mm. Well, so my my parents also... I wouldn't say they never cared, but it's not like I was at home and mum was like A plus Rajasoni, you know? Like <laughs> mum never mum was like, just try your hardest, like do mm. whatever you want. Yeah, same as mine. And I would come home, I'd be like, Mum, can I go to the beach? Like, have you done your homework? I was like, Yeah, I've done the next two weeks worth. Like I just did it all in my in my spares. And she's like, What do you mean? In my spares, I used to go to like the mall. Like, I don't know what you do. And I was the like The mall? I don't know, the shopping centre. Like, she was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get it. I was like yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Um, not dumb. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, so here's, when you're talking about Halebury, here's where it, like, all kind of went up a notch in a similar ways. I went to an all-girls boarding school in Adelaide in Year 12 mm. because my friends that I knew from Darwin went there and I had just done that psychology subject and I didn't want to start again because it's all curriculum-based. So I had I had been doing the South Australian curriculum in okay. Darwin. Yeah. So, like, for me to go to do Year 12 in Adelaide would just be, like, continuing what I've been learning and what yep. I've been doing. Um, which was the most amazing, best experience ever. Like, I was continuously grateful there mm. every day to be there. Um, yeah, and that's where it got crazy because... Everyone's competitive. So it wasn't who's going to get an A+. plus; It was who's going to merit. So who's going to get the top score in the whole of South Australia for that subject? Yeah. Um, and it was the top achieving academic score in South Australia. Yeah. Um, and my teachers were the head of the subjects for South Australia. Oh. So, like, yeah, it was I cry. Yeah, it was... Well, we did a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it was... Um, that's where the academic stress reached. So, where did you... Where, what did you notice you doing that you were kind of like, okay, this will be fucked. Like, yeah. Well, cause not I, the normal, like, I'm going to go study tonight. Like, what was where you were like, okay, this is becoming a bit more than... Because I know that there's that that conception that, oh, my God, you're studying, that's so great, good on you. Like, oh, my God, look at my daughter. She goes home and studies so mm-hmm. long. It's like, okay, but they can also get a point where it's unhealthy and people are putting this conception of a grade on their, like, mental health and on their well-being and on their self-worth. So, like, that's a problem. And yep. also, like, the school system is also pretty fucked up and rating, especially... What's the uh, Adelaide system called? South Australian Certificate of Education, so SACE. SACE, well, yeah. Anyway, um, but, yeah, go on, what you were saying. Yeah, like, well, where I was like to myself, hmm, 
mm, this is a bit much, was like I was getting like four hours of sleep like every oh night. God. Like I, when I started year 12, I was like, well, I've got to pick what I want to do at uni, right? Because that's going to determine like what kind of score you I need. need to get. And I didn't fucking know. I was like, my speech pathology looks good. And that was what? That was like a fucking 90 or something. That wasn't like something that was unachievable to get. And I literally, I didn't start year 12, like, if I don't get 99.9. What did you get? So I got 99.8. What the fuck? So I got 0.15 off of the perfect data. Did you cry? Or were you happy? If you say right now you're upset, I'm going to lose it. So interestingly, (laughs) I thought, I predict, in my head, I thought the day before I opened my ATA, I was like, it's got to be at least 95 in my head, I mm. thought, because the grades I'd been getting, which were unlike any other grades I'd, like, ever gotten, yeah. really, I was like, it's got to be, like, 95. But I didn't know how my exams went, right? So yeah, I didn't know. But I thought if my exams went well, like, 95. Yeah. And then I opened it, and it was um 99.8. Oh, my God, I would have cried. So, because it was English Literature A-plus with merit, so it was the top score. Oh, my God, stop. It's actually, sorry... Sorry, that's my bad. Merit isn't top score, it's top 1%. So it's like you and two or three other people okay. that got that same score. Yeah. So it's like it's getting a perfect score, so mm. like 50 or something, mm. but then like... And being, a little bit extra. Yeah. So what lost you that 0.5, 0.1 or whatever? Biology. Oh, by what? Um, what did you get? Literature, English literature, I got A plus with merit. Drama, A plus with merit. Psychology, A plus. And biology was... An A plus, but not a merit. So it was like, I think I got 19 out of 20. I didn't get a perfect score in biology. Are you fucking serious? 19 out of 20. I literally would have gotten half a point. <laughs> and that's for putting my name down. Like, that's... Well, okay. You were going on about how bad you are at science. No, <laughs> so it's not It's not science that I'm bad at. It's the maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, this is what... Okay. I don't want to judge you for these these things I'm laughing being like what the fuck are you talking about like how did like how are you not but then on the other hand I can't judge you because there's a reason that you have this feeling towards it and obviously you're going to get a relatively high score if you're spending that much time on it because I was definitely not I'll get my eight hours like I didn't (laughs) this is what I was really like when I got that score I was really frustrated when people are like to me you must be so smart this is what like there is nothing about getting a perfect ATAR that correlates with being smart. It is hard work. Like, I can tell you, there was no other girl that outworked me. Yeah. Like, I said to myself, like, they... Because I came in, and these girls have been at this school since they were four. Yeah, so. They've been paying $40,000 since they were four years old. Yeah. And I came in in year 12 with my mum putting every last dollar she had to send me there. Yeah. So I That's another motivation. Yeah, I understood. I was like, this is an opportunity. Like, I'm not, this is not life. Like, I realised that, like, an all-girls boarding school is not, like, normal. Mm. Um, and that having my English teacher being the person that um, is the head examiner is not normal. Mm. Um, what a stark contrast from Darwin. Fuck me. Um, mm. Yeah, I... Literally every day I was like, no one, I asked my, okay, here's what I asked myself every day. How bad do you want it? Do you want it 
bad enough like you want to breathe and if you want it like you want to breathe, you'll do anything to get it. So, like, I... Um, I'm sweating. It's a bit hot. Yeah, it's I was here. like, um, how bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to not go to that party? Do you want it bad enough to have two, three coffees tomorrow morning to go to school? Like, But I don't like that culture. No, and that's what I'm saying. So that's... Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't like that grind culture too much. So that's where it got... Like, I... What was your daily routine? What was the point? Okay. What was, like, the no sleep, like... Yeah. What this, was the fiasco there? It wasn't there? the whole year that I was like that. So, like, yeah. I was on four hours of sleep every single day. No, you like, would have died. It was, like, a two-week period where yeah. I had heaps of stuff due. Yeah. But it was basically, like, um, I'd wake up at 7.30 because at boarding school, they kick you out of the boarding house. Yeah. When form You're supposed starts. To leave. Yeah. So, it's not even when class starts. It's when form starts. What's so like, form? like homeroom, like the, yeah, yeah. Um, so because we had to be out of that the, the boarding house at eight fifteen. Mm. So in order to have time to eat and stuff, I was not waking up later than seven thirty. Yeah, I'd wake up, um, like get dressed, eat breakfast, um, then I'd go and I'd study in form. So I, like I'd get out whatever assignment I had to do. So I was starting work at probably like eight thirty. Mm. Then I'd do, like, if I had a free period, like, I'd be working. Like, every single free period, I obviously had, like, a to-do list or whatever. Class, school, 9.30 till 3.30. I actually didn't have – I didn't go to lunch, so I would go eat my food and then work. In What's the f- – Because I, like, was – I was, like, to myself in year 12, like, what's more important? Like, having a friendship group of girls who, like, don't really like me. Yeah, um, but that's your conception – Yes. So, because I had the, the girls you I need had from balance. Darwin. You need balance. Like, at the end of the day, I like I get that motivation, but in I, I still believe that in life, like, you need that, that balance of knowing what's good for you and what's bad for you and how to take care of yourself because at the end of the day, goals are goals, but also how are you going to achieve them when, like, your body's broken? Yes. So that's – so maybe in that period of, like – VCE and like the exams and stuff I'm kind of like I understand why people are so stressed like it is a stressful time like yeah. lining up and shit gives you so much anxiety it's the weirdest shit but as a whole concept I don't think it's healthy to grind for like an entire three two years like it wasn't for a score for one yeah score. no it, it wasn't it wasn't healthy like I achieved what I never thought I would yeah and um I'm proud of my achievement, but it wasn't like, I don't think, I think it would be very hard or it would be really unique to find a person who got 99.95 who lived a healthy, balanced life. Yeah, I completely agree. um, You have to be obsessed. Who was able to work, go to school, have have friends, have like a partner or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't literally know a boy in Adelaide. Like, I didn't know That's a boy. That's crazy. Because I'd literally, like, just went to fucking all-girls boarding school from Yeah, yeah of course. Like, fair mm. enough. But, like, that's so, like, that's funny. Um, Like, I still went out a few times. Like, I went to, like, festivals on weekends. Yeah. And, like, I... But it was, like, once a once a month on a Saturday or Friday yeah. I'd go out. Yeah. So I still let myself have fun. It was, like, I just knew when it was time to work. Um, And how do you think that this has translated into uni like I know the dedication is completely different like I was explaining to my boyfriend 
because we're just talking about like the difference between school and uni and I was saying it's so different like it's so different you don't have to it's all at your own pace it's all up to you and I I like that personally I didn't work well with school in the sense of like getting told what to do every second of the fucking day like I couldn't deal with like this time you have to be here this time you have to be like that was stressing me out like I'd rather be able to plan my own things around it um although like I can be punctual and organized I still yeah. like my own time but how do you how have you coped with like that rigid routine of living in a boarding school and wanting to achieve such that high score to uni like how do you measure your success because it's very mm. different for uni one the scores are much harder to get um, way more subjective, extremely. Like, there can be a point that a uni tutor doesn't like and they're like, oh. but you worked really hard on that point. But in, in VCE, they pretty much follow, like, the same criteria for everything and it's very, like, standard. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, well, I don't work nearly as hard. Yeah, um, away a little while. Uni. uni is, like, really different in terms of you don't get anything given to you. So there's no, like write it, your draft by Friday and then we'll look over your draft and help you and then you submit it. Yeah, like, no. Um, I have no routine and that's the problem. But then it's really hard to kind of tell because of COVID. So, like, I mm. went from having my days, like, on in terms of my routine, I came home at 3.30 and then I gave myself half an hour, of like, on my phone. And yeah. then I um, studied till dinner at 6 o'clock and then I had dinner and then I studied from 7 o'clock till 11 or 12. And then so it was like... Usually it was around, like, seven hours of sleep, so it wasn't. But then times where I had, like, two assignments due the next day, I was, like, doing them both to, like... Are you talking about now? No, no, no. I was talking about in school oh, compared to now. Now I... was like, I, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to pull my game. No, I don't try. Like, I literally... I mean, it's reflective. Like, I don't get anywhere near the same grades as I did in high school. Yeah, but it's... As I said, it's extremely hard... One at Melbourne, two in uni. It's just exactly. very different, very different. One at Melbourne, two, like, oh, my God. Like, you can't, you can't, hard work doesn't just translate. It does to a degree, but it's It not does like, to a degree, but yeah. it, it can all be subjective. Like, your scores can be all over the joint, don't you think? Like, one subject you can be doing so well, and then the other subject, it's just, like, so shit. Like, they don't design the subject within 100% in mind, unless you're doing science. We're obviously talking from an art student Yeah, yeah, we're talking from, from like, humanities Yeah, based. like, they don't have, like, English this based. is the right answer, this is how you get 100%. Yeah, we, they don't have that. It's all about how good you write yeah. and if your points are right. And they still don't give you 100. You could get the best oh. score in the class and your grade is still... Like 90. Yeah, 90 or even, like, 85. Yeah. Because at Melbourne Uni everyone like 80 means high distinctions that's mm. the highest like grade like that's like the top grade band mm. so it's like if you get an 80 like your professor's saying that like that's really great mm. <laughs> um, yeah but how how have you going on from that being out of that routine does that do you find yourself more stressed now or in school I was more stressed in year 12 mm. I'm not as stressed I'm not as stressed anymore. It's more like self-inflicted stress. Yeah. It's more like, oh, I have an assignment due on Friday and this is like Sunday and it needs to be a H1. So I'm really stressed because it's going to take me like four days to write it and blah, blah, blah. I just don't have a routine. Like I wake up at like nine o'clock some days. Some days I wake up at 11 a.m. Some days I wake up at 7 a.m. But honestly, after going through that time in school, 
that's why I never really went too hard because I was like, I know I'm going to crash. That's what I know I'll get to, to uni and I'll be like, fucking see ya. And like, I was not going to care. So I was like, I'm just going to try as much as I can. I grinded for a bit. Then I noticed that that was making me like way worse mentally as well. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't stand up with my other things in life. Like if I just did school by itself, I'd be fine. But, like, I literally had to go to work. I had to hang out with my friends, like, or talk to my parents. Like, yeah. I literally couldn't function. I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. I was like, I can't balance both. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm not going to burn out because I know I'll get to uni and it's going to be a bit harder in the sense that, like, the content is harder. Yeah. That's just a fact. Yeah. So, I w- yeah, that's what happened to a lot of people, to be honest. Mm. Um, and that's why I never really said I thought I needed a break after uni because everyone was like, oh, I want to take a gap year. I want to take this. I fucking and wish I, I like, took a gap year. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah. I, I didn't think that I felt like I needed to because I was kind of like... Same. I was like, I'm going to go to... U-. You know what I thought? You know what I thought? What? I was in year 12. All my teachers said to me, my parents said to me, oh, you just try hard this year and then you get to uni and it's just so much easier. Did you Did you get told that? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I remember being told, like, I find it so funny for anyone who is going from year 12 to uni, like, the concepts of, like, how an essay is written. I don't know if this is just Melbourne, but it's very different. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want in an essay down here, but in school it's, like, paragraph one, paragraph two, paragraph three. Do not say I, don't say essay, don't say will, like, any of those kind of, like, concepts are out. But here, it's like, I could literally just be like, I will be talking about, like, and it's the best. I love that. Yeah. That's why I think I, like, love uni a lot more than school mm. in the te- in terms of, like, writing work and stuff like that. Because for English at, at school, you can't be creative and you can't branch out and find your own content. But here you can, like, I've written essays that I've actually been genuinely proud of and genuinely liked the content and believed in what I'm saying but at school I'm just like I don't give a fuck about Macbeth bro see like I was I'm kind of the opposite really I loved year 12 like English in compared Mm. to uni like year 12 English when I wrote my essays I was so proud of what I was crafting Mm. like I was so I wrote this one essay comparing Hamlet because I love Shakespeare oh well there you go there you go I don't really give a fuck about Shakespeare That's the problem. Can that guy shush? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's he talking about? You know, yeah, because I loved, I got to compare Shakespeare to um, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five. I don't know what you the know fuck that is, and I don't want to know. Yeah, well, I got to talk about like things I found so great about Hamlet. Yeah. And that's why I loved Year Twelve English because I got to, um, I would meet with my English teacher like every second day for like two hours after school. What? Yeah, so, like, I... I'm shocked. Yeah, like, a lot of days in the week, I wouldn't... I'd finish school at 3.30, but I really didn't finish school till, like, 5. A couple times, I would take boarding house food, like, to my teachers, and we'd eat dinner together. What? Because my teachers... Well, that's really nice of them, one. Lovely of them. So nice of them. Two. They had such... What conveyed you to do this? Like, I, I think I saw my teachers on a, like individual level twice and then I was like that's enough yeah I, don't I was know. like no they were all gorgeous but I, I was just like every I don't other girl did shit. like all the other it's girls crazy. all the other girls would do that um I don't, I, in my head I was like I don't want to give you more hassle like I've already asked you 45 questions like well because I 
because I knew what like what I was being given, like mm. because I was like, wow, I'm at- boarding school would be very different to a like a, a, a private school though. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is. But I was also like, I'm being given so much. I real I need to use it, you know. So how do you think this pressure? Let's talk about why. Where yeah. do you think this pressure has come from? Because at the end of the day, we discussed it doesn't come from schooling because you went to a relatively calm, not like pressuring school when you were younger, year 12 different, yeah. but, and your parents, you said, don't give that stress, which happens with a lot of kids. Like it's pretty stock standard for like a kid to be stressed over academics because their parents are so, you to do this because, it's, you know what I mean? But it's still pretty common that it's opposite and the parents are fine with it and it's the kid that is usually putting this self-evicted. So where do you think this has come from? Do you think there's a reason why you attach your self-worth to that? What's your end goal? Hmm. That's what I've been talking about with my psychologist. Really? He asked me, like, where, like, you know, why? And I'm like, I don't really know I don't I can't actually tell you like where it's come from Mm. my end goal what the end goal is for me is like being in a career that I love that's Mm. my that's my biggest stress at the moment I don't really know what I want to do at uni because I actually want it so badly to be what I love I want it so badly to be what I'm passionate about and I want to succeed in it like I want to have a big career and I don't know what it is. I really, when I get a H1, I'm like, yes, I've achieved that. Like, mm. I love this feeling of achievement. And it's not. A lot a, of people do. It's an addiction. It, can be yeah, an it addiction. literally, like, it's not, like, I don't know who I am, seriously. Like, mm. I don't really know who I am outside of having school and having, getting good grades. And, like, that's what was really hard for me. And that's when I literally was like, I need to go see a psychologist. Where it got really bad was, like, First, second year uni, first semester, I did grammar of English. and That I got, sounds miserable. It was, um, I got 66 in it and that was the worst I've ever done in a subject in my whole life. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. I'd be well, ecstatic. Well, for me, <laughs> for me, I was like, this is my first ever, like, C. I was like, what? Oh, because C, but, like, in Melbourne, it's like a H3. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. Well, because, like, normal <laughs> thoughts are, like, I've popped, like, that's good. Yeah. But, like, I literally, unless it is a first-class honours, I feel like I haven't done it. Um, background, my dad was in the Navy. Oh, so, I didn't know this. So this is, according to my work with my psychologist, is, yeah. like, an, um, a factor that has definitely influenced it. Yeah, for sure. So, because whenever, from when I was little, it was, like, hard work. Like, you always work hard. And it was always, don't do anything half-assed. So, Mm. I was always, like, if I do year 12, I do year 12. If I do an assignment, I do an assignment. Like, if I'm going to write it, I'm going to write it well. If I'm going to, it was, like, anything. Like, when I was in grade five, like, I would have to clean the whole bathroom, walk the dogs and Windex the windows of the house before I could go see my friends. <laughs> and, like, my bed had to be made. This is only at my dad's house. My mum, my mum's like a bohemian. Like, my mum's like, ooh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my dad, that's obviously why they're fucking divorced. But it, <laughs> my dad was like, I think it was... It was How did they get married in the first place? My dad didn't even go to uni. 
you know? Like, it's not like... But my dad, I remember being so little, he um, finished high school, like, just passed it, didn't go to uni, went in the Navy, um, came to Australia with no degree, and he's now one of, like, the biggest commercial directors in a sales company, like, in Australia. Wow. With no degree, with no, like, education. Like, he just, like... And he said that he literally just, like, believed in himself and worked hard. So mm. I always thought to myself, I've just got to work hard. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Okay. But I don't really have an end goal right now. I just have this thing where I have to get good grades. I think the end goal is to be happy. Yeah, and for and some fucked up reason... And fucked up reason you think it's succeeding in a career. Yeah, for some fucked up reason, I think that being happy and being worthy in other people's eyes, eyes, but it's not even a comparison. Like, it's not like I think to myself, I've got to get a H1 to be better than them. Like, other people haven't ever influenced It's an internal comparison. Yeah. That a lot of people have different, like, with looks, people are more likely to compare with other people, but because it's something they can't control. Mm. But with things like that, it's something you can technically control. So it's a lot of things that people do internally. But I find that interesting because everyone has like that weakness of something that they attach their worth to. Yours is that. But a lot of people's is different. A lot of people's is looks. But that's what they've been taught as a, as a kid. Yours was work hard, achieve, achieve, achieve. It was that, and that it was achieve. And that was what your self-worth is and that's how you'll be happy and that's your purpose. But for other kids, it's like, oh, you have to look like this or eat this, eat this, be this skinny. A lot of kids get that growing up with, like, physical physical looks. Some kids' relationships, they see their parents go through a lot of shit and they see, oh, I can only be happy by doing this. A lot of people attach their self-worth to relationships to love. Mm. A lot of people attach their self-worth to being liked, having friends. So... It's a lot of different things. It's not like a very, hey, I've got this issue. It's so weird. Everyone has something they attach their self-worth mm. with. I know Maggie's very similar to you and she attaches her self-worth to, yeah, she is to academics. I don't know what mine is, but it's not academics. It's not. I, I think it's achievements. It's definitely achievements yeah. and it's like doing above everyone else, but it's not within academics. Like, that's why it's always motivated me to do my own personal business, but it's just never been academics. But I'm curious to what goes through your head when, like, what do you envision yourself doing when you finish all of this? Like, do you want to do speech path? Because you're just studying speech path right now. Yes. And then we also talked about JD. Yeah. Um what we talked about before, the Juris Doctor, Doctrine of Law. Um, and it, and you don't have to answer because it's a very common thing to not know. Like, I'm mm. not even 100% sure I want to do the JD or be a lawyer. There's sometimes in a class I'll sit there and I'll be like, what the fuck are these bitches talking about? Yeah. Like, they'll be talking about something lawyery and they'll be like the Convention of the Rights of the Second Law Act and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know anything. <laughs> I'll just go over and cry and I'll be depressed. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> but... What what would be your dream job, regardless of anything? I anything. I wanted to be an actress when I was little. Really, I was a big theatre kid. No, I always wanted to be an actress. Yeah. yeah, and then I wanted to be a speech pathologist. Um, because I'm doing bachelor of arts, majoring in linguistics. 
which is like the study. Linguini. Which is um, actually pasta. Yeah. I'm studying pasta. I'm studying language itself. So not like languages, but like what language is. So grammar and sounds and what they are in the different parts of the world and blah, blah, blah. It's fucking awful. I hate that. Like, no, it's I don't hate shit, anything mate. more than that. <laughs> it's so bad. Because <laughs> um, Melbourne Uni were like to me, if you come to Melbourne and you drew an undergraduate degree in linguistics. Oh, so they said you had to do linguistics. So you have to do speech path at Melbourne follows one of two paths, linguistics, master of speech pathology, psychology, master of speech pathology, or neuroscience, master of speech pathology. All sound miserable. So, <laughs> right... Yeah. So I didn't really know what linguistics was and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Sucks ass. Um, and then <laughs> another, yeah. So then obviously third year uni was like my life. So I'm, I am in the life crisis. That's where I am right now because I. Life crises are happening way too early nowadays, eh? Way too early. So I, currently law is like, is the, the front runner. Yeah. Of, of things. Um, um, but I love marketing communications. So I'm in the marketing club and that, I love it. That's really something else I enjoy. Do marketing law. So yeah, something, something along that, those lines. I don't really know, Georgia. I don't really fucking know. I just need to get to the end. But what Melbourne Uni did to me to, um, further the academic stress (laughs) Is it's not just guaranteed entry. We're using the facilities. Yeah. It's uh, guaranteed entry on the condition of keeping a 75 wham. Oh. So that is another thing. Failed. GG failed. (laughs) My wham is not 75. So I think to myself. I don't know what it is. I think to myself, every time I do an assignment, the pressure's still there because I'm like, well, if it's not 75, your Mm. girl's fucked. I came here in the first place. (laughs) I came, like... Yeah, basically that's another that's another reason. So your answer is I don't know and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what I'm doing, but there's a few ideas there. See, this is this is why people struggle to listen to my podcast sometimes because they're like, Why are you laughing? I'm like, that's how I deal with things. We all deal with things in different yeah. ways. And that's okay. Mm. That's okay. Anyway, <laughs> I just laughed at the way you said that. But you know, that's completely normal, but for you, it doesn't feel as normal because you've always had a way to measure yourself through that. It's very, very, like, extremely common yep. for someone to be like, especially when it comes to degrees, because there's so many, there's so many things you can do, and everyone has more than one interest. Like, there's a heart, there's a head, there's heaps of things that I think I'd love to do, but I'm also like, oh, but it's got this pro and it's got this con. So it's very hard, but for you, it would be harder because you attach your worth to that. Well, it's purpose. Yeah. It's like I I have to know because it's I have anxiety as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I, I gathered. <laughs> if anyone course. listening to this hasn't realised, I've got a little <laughs> bit of a stress problem. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I can't – it doesn't sit well with me when mm. I don't know what my life looks like in 10 years. Yeah. Like I – because when you're in year 12, you know that university is the next thing. Mm. And then once you, once you start to finish university, like everyone else, like it's really annoying when I see my cousin who's like, I want to be a doctor. And like they know that they want to be a doctor and they know what, that, what they want to be. How old are they? She's one year older than us. Um, so she's... 20. I thought you said one year old. I was like, okay. Like. Oh, no, she's not. Lol. She's like, uh, her birthday just happened, 21. 
Oh, cool. But she is she is it the year above at uni because she like went up a grade. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, I don't know. I just like that's the big problem. Is that like I have to know what my purpose is, and I have to know. Eh, I have to. My everything has to be like. I don't do well with uncertainty. One, I've noticed. Two, I think you need to focus more on the present, which is probably what your psych has said. Yeah, yep. Like things that help me. I, I do that as well, don't worry. But I think things that help me focus in the present is like senses and that goes for anyone who like focuses with anxiety or like the future of something happening, like an event's coming up or something like that. I always yep. try to focus on like senses. So like eating something, touching something, maybe like having a bath, doing things like that. But also therapy but that's a side note and something I always promote but I think that yeah you need to focus on the present because at the end of the day the future is just unpredictable and I know you Mm. don't like that but Mm. it's true it's true you just got to trust within yourself that whatever comes at you you'll be able to defeat it and you have so why wouldn't you be able to do it in the future thank you it's true it's true you just got to think maybe one day you turn around and be like maybe I want to be an actor again yeah. Like, you'll defeat that either way. Like, you'll go to acting school, you'll get it done, you know you'll work the hardest. So all that matters is you have the motivation. A lot of people don't have any of it. So Yes, you too just, much of it, too much ambition. I have ambition as well. It's just... I have this fear mm. of having, like, unfulfilled potential. Like, I have this fear of not, like, living this life that I could have lived. I don't know. Mm. Like, I... Like, I, for so long, I was like, mm, I don't want to do marketing because it's not as good as law. Like, it's not as, like, you know. And then that's when I was like, well, ca- I had to catch myself in that because I have a big, like, fear of um, – because I want to live in New York and be a lawyer in New York, but then I also want to go and go do New York smiles. Does it? I don't know. I've just heard that. <laughs> I've, I've actually heard that as well. Yeah. Well, um, it smells. I've got too many things I want to do. Yeah, I know. And I'm so scared life. all the time of not living this big life. And that's... Yeah, I get that too. Bad. It's a weird feeling, hey. And then I go from the opposite. I'm like, Siebs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to live this big life. I need to have millions and I need to be the best in the world. I need to be the best. And then the other one's like... Well, I have this... Yeah, <laughs> I have this problem of like, I want... Like, it's like, I have to be the best and it's not with other people it's like within myself like I have to be yeah. my best self Same. um I agree there is competitiveness like I'm not going to sit here and be like I don't care at all about them because <laughs> I think like Jenny got a H1 I got a H2B but it's it's not to the point where I'm like I want to get a H1 in the subject so that I can be that. Jenny yeah. yeah it's just like for myself that I, I want to mm. have that feeling of satisfaction you know? okay well I want to end on a final note of what do you think has helped you through this? And Mm. is there any tips, tricks that has helped you kind of calm your anxiety when it comes to stress about academics? Like, is it with friends or with... I feel like like our uni group has been really good and helped me a lot because, one, we've all, like, kind of bonded over the stress but also not taken things so seriously. So I think that's really helped me personally. But what about you? Um weirdly um self affirmations Mm. so like a lot of the stress for me um so I've had like multiple panic attacks with that grammar subject like I didn't eat for like two days like I could not like Mm. my not two days one day like a whole day I couldn't eat because I felt sick Mm. um and a lot of it would just be because in my head I'm telling myself like 
I'm so stressed because it's going to be shit. What I hand in is shit. I'm just, I'm dumb. I can't do it, you know? Mm. So, like, self-affirmations of, like, I am smart. Mm. I can do it. I, like, So yeah. it sounds stupid on the surface and people are always like, how do you do that? And I'm like, girl, just do it. Even stupider, like, motivational videos. Oh, my God, the best. When I was in year 12, I would literally go on YouTube and look up motivation. Yeah, when same, I was sitting there, I was same, like, fuck, same, I could have a nap right now. Same. I would literally listen to a video being, like, you can do it like get get up out of bed and fucking do it i reckon that's the best way to go and and youtube videos about lots of things like i look yes. up, i literally will look up how to deal with an anxiety attack and um I'll, multiple times i've done that <laughs> every day every uh, day every minute yeah. um <laughs> but yeah thank you for coming on thank you for sharing your journey and your story with this and I can't wait to keep studying with you and we're going to be doing the JD together and we'll do a rehash episode about how we're going. I would love that. Thank and you so we'll much. We'll start crying. Yes, it's been amazing because I feel like people need to talk about like academic pressure because people don't talk about it, but everyone probably feels it. Maybe not to the degree I do, but, you know, <laughs> you know, not to the disordered level, but... Um, <laughs> Um, thank you so much, George. That's okay. I'm proud of you. And thank you for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye.